0: Overseer Purdy sits at his improvised desk, reading over a set of invoices in the largest tent in Purdington Mining Camp. He sighs and signs page after page, mentally taking down profit numbers and raising expenses. Who knew miners needed so much water? He shook his head. Tent flap rustled a bit, and he looked up from his work as daylight poured in from beyond. One of his security captains, a woman named Basari, stood at the threshold, wringing her hands. The expression on her face was not promising. Overseer, the morning shift, they haven't returned to camp. Purdy grunted. Is it that late already? They're not approved for overtime, there's no cause for it. No, sir. She steps forward, swallowing hard. The second shift has already gone out, and they're saying the first shift is is gone. People are talking already about what the metal man said, they said there are monsters in the mine shaft, that we have to collapse the tunnel. No! Under no circumstances will we collapse the tunnel. The investment. you couldn't possibly. He stops, turning his head to the expense reports and frowning. The expression distorts his entire face as he imagines gold coins pouring out of his pockets down, down, down to the hole in the earth. Finally, he sighs again. Fine! Put Father Sardis on alert to address any injuries and gather a security team. Search and rescue is... (sighs) Obviously first priority. If you find monsters, execute them. The mine stays open no matter what. You understand me? I don't care what is down there. The. Mine. Stays. Open. Basari nodded. As you say, sir. Purdy disliked her tone. Said nothing as she turned and left. He stood up from his chair, stretched a bit, stepped over to the crate that was his bedside table. If the afternoon shift had already started, it was certainly late enough for a drink. Below his feet, a light tremor shook the camp. This is pot against the machine.
1: Against the machine
0: Against the machine Welcome back to Pot Against the Machine the Pathfinder actual play that didn't kill anyone or at least No one's found the bodies yet. I'm your host, and here's everyone. (laughs) That's still alive. That's basically
2: the same in court. Fair. (laughs) The people in legal want to remind you that not having the bodies found are the same as not killing anyone. It's
3: not doing murder.
4: (laughs) Circumstantial evidence. Jimmy Hoffa
5: was still legally alive for like 15 years after he disappeared.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Hello. Hey, hello. Duro <laughs> really hitting our core demographic with those Hoffa jokes too. That's not the even Teamsters the first time. Really it's not. <laughs> it is not. It is definitely not. This is a this is a Hoffa positive podcast for sure. I would
4: say clearly he's still relevant because. It was a gag in Bruce Almighty, and then I remember that Bruce Almighty did not just come out three or four years ago.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Ah, yes, this popular form of media we all enjoy.
0: (laughs) Uh, Well, previously on the program, what did we do? It's been like 700 years since we recorded. Um, Let's see, the party, um, after killing Sazaduke, the um, totally legally appointed... A uh, representative of the Black Sovereign uh, decided to stash his body where it could be consumed by the Death Eater Butterflies. And then they made their way to Iden Vey. Uh They found the gates were open and um, they were a little unwelcoming. What with the torn apart robot impaled on a spike outside the gates and all the giant menacing sets of Antler horns? Antler horns? Elk antlers <laughs> on the wall. Um, but, you know, the, a diplomacy check and a couple hours of wandering uh, got them to Cricket Legs, the uh, former student of Mylon Radley, who uh, they had a letter of introduction for. Uh, they met up with him, and he didn't have a whole lot of helpful information regarding any androids who may or may not have been hiding in the area, but he did offer to take you up to. Uh, hi home and introduce you there where um there might be people who are more in the know is it like a numerian
2: thing are we gonna run into like red molar and like red bicuspid and red incisor as well because we've we've red tooth and red fang now right
0: is this a yeah it's just you know there's always going to be a helpful npc or unhelpful npc With just a red mouth situation You totally missed uh, Them in book one But You probably killed them Can you
3: give us any background deets on that? Also does this red person Have the ability to heal all of us When we inevitably Dive into some combat And then it doesn't turn out well
4: I mean cricket legs will heal us Great 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 Mm -hmm. great. He's coming to do the introduction
2: uh, Your new creepy friend Aluin for He can heal everybody Yes, but you're no NPC cleric. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'd like to point out that um, Cricket Legs, while he is a devotee of Phirasma, and um, is the keeper of the local boneyard, is not a cleric of any kind. He's a he's a lay priest.
3: Oh, oh he'll man. figure it out. Oh,
4: there's well no then, p- Yeah, I was going to say just prepare Bone Shaker and all of your spell
0: slots, but
4: <laughs> <laughs> on second thought, we do need your healing.
0: I mean, you know, when you learn from Mylon Radley, you're not going to necessarily um, be in the goddess's best graces, maybe. Or he's just more into digging holes and seeing sad people. I mean,
4: I haven't read uh, like, Inner Sea God's page, to, you know, cover to cover, so I don't know if anywhere it requires you to have uh, divine spell casting in order to be An official clergy member.
0: So, I don't know. I mean, I think think he's more of an undertaker, really, than an official priest, you know.
4: So, professional wrestler. Yeah,
0: he wrestles. um, That's actually um, what happened with his legs. Um, Yeah, he was doing one of those walk across the top rope things. It got all crickety.
4: (laughs) (laughs) You can't, you'll never suplex a train if you can't suplex a half worker.
0: Is
5: that
3: a Final Fantasy reference? mm mm-hmm. Nice. I missed that whole, uh, which is the best one discussion. And I think we all agreed it was 15.
5: Nope. Literally only you. <laughs> That's what like the pretty voice in the car?
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> the, the bro adventure.
3: It's the bro yeah. adventure.
0: Well, um, you know, back in the actual episode of <laughs> 20 Minutes Later, um... Cricket Legs is leading you up to the High Home, which is the largest building in town, uh, perched up on a hillock at the at the center of Iden Bay This hillock, of course, doesn't have any purple fire spraying out of it, um, but you can see as you approach the building, like this uh, place is a big complex, multiple floors. Looks like it's kind of a combination tavern and community center, and and. Um, Cricket Legs would be sort of explaining this on the way that they have it sort of set up to welcome visitors. Not that they get a whole ton of visitors, and uh, but they'll say, oh, and "This isn't." uh, I remember my voice completely. This isn't um, the most welcoming town in general, but um, I should be able to get you at least a little bit of Red Fang's time, and he runs the. What's it called? The High Home uh, these days. So um, he you'll be in good hands with him. He, he knows the area. He uh, is on the Deadeye Council. All that good stuff. What's the Deadeye Council? <laughs> Cricket Legs will give you a little bit of a weird look and then uh, say, well, uh, the Deadeye Council is uh, basically the uh, town council for um, Idenvey, but you know. Everything here is kind of Deadeye this and Deadeye that, you know. It's a the whole big erastal situation. Is it's the main thing. Basically everything here is either elk or um deadeye or the old stag or you know longbows and erastal, erastal, erastal basically. Just like just just roll with the erastal thing or and you'll be fine.
2: Nah, now I'm imagining a big, like, <laughs> in this house, we believe in a rastle. We shoot all deer that we see. <laughs> we impale robots on spikes with all of those nice little Etsy fonts. Yeah. Absolutely.
0: Um, can you all see the map of High Home? Yes. Uh, indeed.
5: See it. Oh, yep, yeah, there it is. I was just seeing to too far. All right.
0: I was only oh, really concerned if Alowin could see it, because Aluin now has a token. What?
3: yeah oh,
0: wow. He's got a purple background for Fuchsia.
3: He doesn't belong here.
0: He's normal. <laughs> He's just a normal little guy.
5: That's a I normal also like background that, in the colony. Uh, my token is on top of the like blackness cutting off the bottom of the map, but Asher and Brixby's, at least on my screen, is under it. So it looks like I'm oh, on a different token layer. <laughs> it's
2: it's the same for all of us.
3: All three uh, yeah. of you are under the little black guy there, so
4: I am F. really curious to learn more about the uh traditional Italian kitchen off to the west side. It just <laughs> has that like floor pattern that that just tells me there's some some good stuff going on in there.
0: Well, when you're here you're family. Hmm. So is... <laughs>
5: Old Man Daniel Radcliffe there uh, cricket legs?
0: Uh, Yeah, Old Man Daniel Radcliffe is cricket legs. Uh, Old old Man Daniel Radcliffe. (laughs) 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 Pop him up on the screen. Um, And then as he leads you into um, High Home, right now there's not a ton of people present, but the main person that you see is this um, probably mid-30s just absolutely profoundly hairy man, um, with bright red hair, long beard, like, like dwarf style, um, and a long head of red hair, uh, he has just the brightest red mouth that you have ever seen on a humanoid, it's weird, it's like he's been eaten like a red popsicle and just went to town on it, um. Is it shiny,
2: like gloss? Would you say it's poppin'? maybe one person was alive in 2005 who remembers that song
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm like I know there's something I know that's a reference to something but 2005 is too new I'm surprised I didn't get it because I usually
5: am the one to get your song references but I did not get that one (laughs)
0: it's It's my first time mentioning Lil
2: Mama on this podcast that's the one I've actually gotten I
3: understand that reference
2: it's Izzy and I's Venn diagram this time Uh so it doesn't look like he doesn't look like he's like a
5: uh what are they called? The like half human, half gin ones. Like it's not like it's got fire inside his mouth, it's just a weird color. It's just
0: yeah, it looks like it's just some really unusual pigmentation kind of um in his face and he's like rushing around and like sort of barely glances up. As you all come in and goes back to whatever it is he's doing in the back of the room. And then over on the other side of the room, there's a second red-haired, uh, human man sitting down at a table. He's just, like, eating a meal, and, um, he'll glance up at you as well, but not say a whole lot. And, um, (laughs) as Cricket Legs (laughs) leads you all in here, he'll kind of clear his throat. Um, (coughs) and, um... Redfang will eventually stop and, and look up and say uh, what is it, Cricket Legs? I'm busy here. And uh Cricket Legs <laughs> says I uh have some some visitors here from um and they look back at you. where where did you say you were from? Torch, most recently. Uh visitors from Torch, they um come recommended by um Mylon Radley, my mentor, he's um, a great man, a good, good man. Certainly, probably believes in Erastal or worships Erastal. Oh. <laughs> Red Ma says, uh, er, not Red Ma, you did it. You ruined me, Zach. <laughs> <I did it. laughs> you monster. He says, uh, uh, spit it out. What? Uh, what do you want? Look at the lot of you and cricket legs. I think a little bit intimidated. Maybe steps off to the side just a little bit. Think now. I'm going to call him Red Red Fang. Red <laughs> Fang, <laughs> got
4: him. Well met, Red Fang. We thank you for your hospitality and warm welcome here at the High Home. We have come uh, from Torch, as uh, Master Edland has said, and. Well, we're expecting to meet a friend here who we are assured will, in fact, if he isn't already here, be here soon. Uh, so I suppose I'm wondering if you've seen two people, one, uh, a called man with some burn scars along the side of his face, and also if you've seen any uh, women here from not not part of the... The larger group that recently came to town, but perhaps one that's come to town of the past couple of months, perhaps.
0: He'll um, step forward, just kind of taking a look at all of you, and he goes, First of all, name's Adren. Adren Ashworth. Only my friends call me Red Fang. Red Fang. Red Fang. I know, I know my nickname. <laughs> you don't know my nickname. Uh, <laughs> second, uh, if it's not one of those Verizians, or it's not uh, a <laughs> glance over at the other guy and shake his head and then say uh, no, we don't have any uh, other women visitors or um, Scarred Kellids here. Is that it? I kind of I got things to do, I got places to go here.
4: Allow me first to sincerely apologize for my presumption. I unfairly assumed when Actus here referred to you by your nickname that it was your preferred form of greeting. I meant no offense. And, you you did glance over at the other gentleman here uh, is he one that might know of any women in town that haven't been here first? Is a, a friend of a friend that we were hoping to ensure had arrived here safely.
0: And the um, other man has, by this point, he's taken out a piece of paper and he's just like um, scribbling some stuff down. And he'll look over and uh, say... Ah, the name's Hoskett, and um, I don't know anything of any women wandering into town, but I'm certainly interested in anything that uh, you newcomers are interested in. And uh, what did you all say your names were? I don't think any of us told you our names yet. Ah, well, perhaps you could do me the honor of uh, fixing that. Ah, post haste.
3: Hi, I'm Kira.
0: Ah, Bricksby.
4: Be. I'm called Aloin. I'm going to toss a sense motive out just to check this whole guy's vibe. It's 17. Does he seem just genuinely curious or am I
0: getting anything suspicious? Uh, he seems like he's got something going on. He is writing down all the names as everyone says them. But, hey, he doesn't you know, seem actively malevolent or anything. He's just, you know, Weird guy.
4: Sure. I mean, Malevolence is a second edition module, so you wouldn't be there yet. <laughs> uh, I'm called Asher. Are you the maintainer of a town guest book of sorts, running down our information? i just curious if that's the role you play here in High Home.
0: Know, he gives a. A big, easy smile and leans back on the in his chair and says, ah, you've got a keen eye. I, um... I keep a record of things for the town. I sort of watch over the people here, you know. It's always important to keep track of the comings and goings of strangers. You know, we don't get a whole lot here, and you know, often as not when people wander in off the road, it means trouble.
4: I expect the responsibility that you hold and admire how well you care for your community it's of the utmost importance to ensure everyone's safety
2: Rastle, Rastle. arrest
4: yes we we certainly don't come motivated by or accompanied by any sort of danger or trouble as it were simply on our way through the Numerian Plains, and... Hoping to meet up with our friends.
0: Um, and Redfang goes, uh, Well, it's it's great as all these introductions are, but... uh, You can, uh, you're free to stay in High Home uh, while you're here, or... uh, You could, you can camp out down at the uh, lumberyard if that's more your style, but we do have beds here and there's nobody else uh, currently taking up space, so... Um, I do have business to attend to, if you could, uh... And he waves his hand like he's scooting you away from the door. Asher can, and he waves back.
4: (laughs) I also enjoyed our introductions, one of my favorite things that we do here. And we may well take you up on your offer to stay. I don't know how long we'll really be in town, but the least we could do in exchange for your hospitality is to make ourselves useful. If if there's anything that we could do to contribute, to pay our way to any, any monsters or troublesome creatures about that have been bothering you that we could assist with, or even more commonplace tasks that could just benefit from an extra hand.
3: Yeah, like if you need someone to make sure your bed is comfortable. We're really good at doing that.
0: Uh, he, um, smiles and uh, says, alright, <laughs> you want to make yourselves useful? Well, you know, we have a little bit of a problem trusting Outlanders, as uh, my friend Hoskett here said. We've always been a self-sufficient settlement. No, no need for trade. Uh, always taking care of ourselves. And you know it's a dangerous world out there. I'm sure you can understand. But um, I got a lot to do. You can take one of my tasks off my hands and go uh, check out old Jevik's farm on north of the north of the Wall. He complained a few days ago that there was uh, something, some kind of beast wandering through his fields um it's not the first time he said something like that it's always nothing so if you want to head out there and pick off whatever giant um killer bunny or whatever it is uh sometimes he says it's robots sometimes he says it's mutants but uh it's always it's nothing um you want to take care of javik take that off my hands at least um well, uh, maybe then I can have a little bit more time to help you find your missing people.
3: How do you know it's nothing?
0: I mean, this every couple weeks he cries wolf. It's a robot, or it's a mutant, or it's zombies, but, you know, we head out there and, like, maybe it'll be a dog. Or a rusty spring that got cut up in a tree. It's never oh. anything. Oh, yeah, we had uh, one of those types in
2: Torch. Uh, how does Jeric feel about potatoes, other
0: tubers? I think he mostly grows corn, but he might be okay with potatoes. Excellent. That's all I need to know. Makes me
2: turn soft, <laughs> just... <laughs>
4: Well, Mister Ashworth, thank you for entrusting us with this task. We'll see to it post haste, as you say.
3: And if um if our friend comes, can you tell him where we are? Oh, the Khaled, and I guess the other lady, mostly the Khalid.
0: I'll uh, keep that in mind. If I see a strange lady or a strange Khalid with scars, I'll let them know that um. Well, I guess I've got your names that you're looking for.
4: Thank you. He'll tip his hat. Tips his
2: smaller hat.
3: <laughs> Kira bows.
2: Uh, not even a smaller hat? Oh. That was our gag. We were working it out on our way in. <laughs> he only
3: has Aloe the giant, uh... terrifying <laughs> helmet thing, which <laughs> does tip it look like one helmet.
5: chihuahua. in uh, takes his hood down to reveal his weird creepy visions but he's also wearing a tiny cowboy hat (laughs) (laughs) and that makes it okay none of you gave him one you have no idea where it came from but he's wearing a tiny cowboy hat (laughs) but he's got it
4: I'd like to think he started with a hat of disguise and that's currently what you have
2: (laughs) see I'd like to think that after the casino went out of business Charlie's bought the IP to the hat (laughs) And now it's all over Numeria, and Asher is far less uncommon of a sight than you would think.
4: I'm okay with this.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Looks like Alkenstar around here. Yeah, it's moseying. Time to go kill a farmer. <laughs> no. Wait. Oh, wait.
1: <laughs>
5: That's what he meant when he said, take care of, right?
2: <laughs> yes. <laughs>
5: we're supposed to solve the problem of uh,
0: Jezik giving him dumb <laughs> things forever. <laughs> Deal with the Jezik problem, if you know what I mean.
4: And yeah, uh, does Cricket Legs accompany us back out, or is he going to stick around uh, in the warm, welcoming atmosphere of I <laughs> 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 Um
0: Cricket Legs will walk back out with you um um if it's all the same to you I will uh part ways with you there get back to work but um good luck with Jevik he's um he's a colorful character harmless of course any
4: anything you know about him that might help us in our dealings with him other than corn and uncertain whether He's a fan of or opposed to potatoes.
0: Um I don't know what uh his feelings are on potatoes. He's he's not the most social fellow. He's um lean in confidentially and say he's uh you know not super into a rastle if if you know what I mean. So um, he uh, lives north of the wall and he's, you know, a bit surly and not really friendly with the town. Not that the town is particularly friendly with him, but also he's uh, always complaining about the metal men and swearing he'll be dead by morning and all this stuff. And You know, nothing ever comes of it.
4: Well, sounds like somebody who can just maybe use a good friend... Listening here, someone who hasn't been deafened to his cries
0: for help. All right, so what's the plan? Going to go burn down this farm. Yep. <laughs> <At> <laughs> the words right out of my mouth. I know how you guys work. <laughs> Get a bunch of foxes,
4: tie their tails together, torches. Know, it's in the Old Testament somewhere.
3: Do we need to physically step out of the? Oh yeah, there's
5: outside. There's like a yellow brick road and everything.
0: Oh, oh yeah, we got map assets for days here. A random map I found on the internet.
2: So are the four of us in the chain of chihuahuas? <laughs> <laughs> oh my
5: god, I forgot that she just has a chain of chihuahuas over chain. her shoulder.
2: See, I thought about it recently, and I, I was envisioning uh, Kira as, like, one of those <laughs> New York dog walkers with, like, 46 <laughs> chihuahuas just attached that they then pick just, up as, like, a cat of 46 <laughs> chihuahua tails. Um, I don't know if that actually works.
5: They somehow I'm them
3: pretty sure.
2: It just looks like they're, like, tied
5: to a board. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs>
5: like, they're they got all... little, like, uh, baby carriers, like, up under their arms, and they're just all attached in a row on this 2 by 4
0: Yeah, they're all in one giant baby Bjorn, just barking endlessly. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I look forward to our cross-promotional baby Bjorn coming soon to the Pot Against the Machine shop. Getting some miles it's, out of that.
5: It's six feet tall and only holds dogs. <laughs> <laughs> only holds multiples of <laughs>
2: dozens you of dogs at need
1: at least 12 yeah. chihuahuas. <laughs>
0: Yeah, if you don't fill it, it it won't be balanced. It'll just be a disaster. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, I mean, they've told you that he's outside the north gate, basically. um, On a big farm up there. Are you heading straight that way? Are you going to basically forget about that and go do something else? Or what's the plan?
3: If there's an opportunity to fight a fake giant bunny, I'm down
2: Yeah, and kill some time while we wait for our friend Vargas to show up. Definitely showing up. Definitely showing up. (laughs) He told me so.
1: Mm -hmm. Well, Mm -hmm. that's my only other. No, he
2: He did. That's. I mean, it's canon (laughs) at this point. (laughs) 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 He left. He doesn't control the narrative anymore. (laughs) Brixby
3: does.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there's nobody left to contradict Brixby's. uh,
2: version of the story.
5: Yeah, fair. You <laughs> could just
3: be like, what? I thought he was coming for sure. Uh,
2: I don't know if that's the unfair thing that happened in this situation. <laughs> I would like to relitigate how unfair it was initially, but we don't have enough time in this episode and to murder this farmer, so let's do that first and then we'll do it with any of the remaining time. Oh, minor Guess <laughs> we're no. here now. <laughs> <laughs> there he was I like the idea that Brixby can just see him out
0: of his peripheral vision and he turns around and he's gone <laughs> just continuously seeing flashes of, of Vargas everywhere he looks
3: Flashes of Vargas. his face
0: everywhere it would be horrifying
5: he does not have the most pleasant face <laughs>
0: um,
4: so say it's a face only a mother could love but that's up for debate
0: Ouch.
2: So, uh, this is not because you put us on a map but I was waiting for the jokes about killing the farmer to and Brixby does cast his seven hours of mage armor at one point if there's even if we're going to diplomatize with a farmer yeah. you, you need to be well armored accordingly
5: and I think uh, when Alan sees him cast it, he once again also casts his own uh, like he did before but I think this time he's gonna kind of walk over to Brixby as he sees him cast it and say when you do that what, what is that that you're doing with that piece of what is that? And he's looking at it's the leather. Uh, piece
2: of leather. Yeah, yeah it's leather. Uh, well, I just, um, you know, I'm sure there's a lot of different ways to do it, but I just, I lick it like this and I stick it to my body and then it just kind of grows out from there. That's very strange. Wanna,
5: How come you yeah. don't just cast the spell?
2: Well, do you not like to taste your magic?
0: <laughs> yeah, definitely. Totally normal, not strange. As you um, approach Javik's farm, um, well before you actually you know, see a farmhouse, you can smell pigs. Unmistakable odor of pigs, and um, the road—a tall roadside hedge—blocks basically the entire property off from um, view along the road, um, which is sort of how you know where you are because he's very insular and sort of has built his own wall out of um, plants. Um, but if you this come off the, hedge- the road. Yeah, this is the... Here's the road here, and I I placed you all a little bit off the road for no reason. And then here's the sort of cutout in the hedge. Where, um... It opens up onto his property. Where you can smell, um... The pigs quite strongly. Asher, do you see any prints? Any
2: large bunnies, robots, zombies, or...
4: No! With a natural one, I'm just going to take that one and say... I don't know if it's the... distracting smell of the pigs, or... maybe the shadows from the hedge. I'm having a difficult time... seeing any
0: discernible tracks. Maybe it's the... just where you are right now. You know, nobody's come up the farm road for a bit, it looks like, but... from where you're standing, you can see... Um, a farmhouse with a little fence around it and then um, another fence leading off Mm -hmm. to some pig pens over to the east over there no, over to the west I reversed the compass Um, but you can't see a whole lot from where you are if you'd like to approach
3: just step up to this little fork in the road Oh,
4: yeah. well, Asher was going to make call out in a friendly voice, uh, knowing that this person is not trusting of the town. I would hate to be, you know, someone think we're trespassing on his property.
3: Uh, that sounds like a very Asher thing to do.
4: Yeah. Jevick like, are you presently here? We have come to see if you need any assistance with the uh, wild beast you recently reported to the town.
3: Is it a bunny?
0: And there's no no response. (sighs) Dang. Mm. Uh, Should we check out the house first then?
4: You know, Asher's journey in this podcast started uh, at the tavern and a w- asking if a w- and being told a woman fell and she couldn't get up. And <laughs> how fitting poetically that this is where he dies. Let's go to the farmhouse.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
4: Farmagevic, have you fallen and need assistance riding yourself?
0: Uh, once again, there's no response. There's kind of an eerie silence over the farm. Uh, maybe you can hear some birds in the trees, but and nothing else.
3: Really want to kick the door open.
0: Well, as you approach the uh, farmhouse, maybe uh, give me some perception checks. Mm. Oops. <laughs> 1 d 20 not equal 3, eh? Yep. That was supposed to be a 1. That was an 18. <laughs>
3: Uh, 21.
0: Nine. (laughs) Total. (laughs) So Asher is probably too busy focusing on calling to the the farmer, but Kira, um, in the lead as always, is probably the first to notice that there are divots in the um, dirt road leading up to the front porch and actually scraped into the wood of the porch itself these big like dugouts like somebody like jammed a metal shield in to the ground and like scraped it Um, and they actually you know they look a little bit caked with some kind of dark dried liquid
3: Hey, there are divots in the ground caked with some kind of dark dried liquid.
4: Oh, is it maple syrup?
5: Maybe. You should taste Corn, it and
4: find out.
2: Pigs? syrup. <laughs> what can't this farmer do? Tastes exactly like the maple syrup goo which means it's blood. <laughs>
4: <laughs> ding ding uh, ding. I was about to do a
0: craft alchemy I don't think craft alchemy would tell you if it was blood or not
4: it would tell me if it was a blood flavored goo tube
0: (laughs) probably would but now that uh, you're you know up here examining these bloody scrapes it might occur to you that though the smell of pigs hangs in the air you don't hear any pigs
3: Hey, pigs. You okay?
4: Perhaps it's a pig essential oil diffuser. <laughs> he, we were told he only grew corn. That could explain why we don't hear the pigs, but we smell them.
1: I don't think uh, you're supposed
3: to leave those on.
5: This bit over here, up to the north uh, west look like that would be like
0: animal pens maybe yeah, yeah those look like sort of um, pig styes or something to that effect
5: Elwin will say I don't hear any animals that's very strange and will kind of walk towards where he can see these pens
2: <laughs> um, so the bloody divots is the door shut, hanging open, or in sp- bloody splinters right now?
0: <laughs> uh, the door is shut, and it, it doesn't look like the um, bloody divots like went up to the house or anything. It just sort of mm-hmm. looks like something was here and um, is gone now. Didn't go in the house.
3: Um, Does it make like a followable trail or something like that, or just like a couple scattered around the...
0: Maybe with a um, survival check.
2: We only have one person who's good at this. Um,
3: <laughs> I'm not bad at it. Yep. Oh, oh, yes, I am. I didn't yep, that. nope. Eight. Eight. <laughs> Sorry. Just kidding.
1: <laughs> I mean, yeah, minus I mean, two to that.
2: <laughs> Bricks could try with a plus one. There's an eight on every die. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> as they say.
0: Yeah, it just looks like scrapes. No discernible pattern to Brixby, at least, the master hunter. Um, Brixby
2: is going to do something that he hasn't done yet. He's going to do now, and he's going to reach into his pocket, and he's going to pull out a little vial. He's going to overturn it onto the ground Well, a silvery drop hits there, and up pops A normal disc that we've seen before, but then he's gonna get onto it and move. Whoa! Perhaps
4: he's impressed by Brixby's sudden new form of movement. As Asher is inspired and gets a natural twenty for a twenty-six survival. Oh yeah.
0: Um. Yeah, with a twenty-six survival. Asher can see that these scrapes in the ground lead off towards the northeast into the corn orchard. These plants clearly mean what corn plants look like, and that not being a mistake that I made in description.
3: Corn orchard. <laughs> corn orchard. orchard.
0: Um, Idenve- In Idenveh, corn grows on, like, trees mm-hmm. is the thing.
4: It's just Erastel's bounty, you know? <laughs> look yeah,
5: it's these like those uh, fruit salad trees but it's one that has corn spliced in
1: mm-hmm.
4: <laughs> it appears as though these tracks and the blood uh, heading towards the northeast into this corn orchard
2: <laughs> oh I'd also like to point out that with the uh, three feet that um, floating desk is that with his three foot six stature um, <clears throat> that puts Brixby at six six when he's riding the disc. Wow. So he's just going to grab that tallest sticker on his way by and just <laughs> apply it to himself. Is
4: that your height? Because if so, then anytime someone gets on like a horse, they could just take it back.
2: Yeah, but you could. Okay. <laughs> Doing ten. a lot of switching. But not for now. <laughs> There's
0: wow. no horses now.
2: <laughs> He's
4: really grown up before I eyes.
0: Big baby Brixie.
4: Uh, Asher will draw his plus one pistol.
3: Aluad!
0: I do notice as um, Asher is sort of drawing his um, pistol and headed off to the northeast, Aluad seems to have gone a different direction.
3: <laughs> Perfect. Check out those pigs. He'd or non pigs.
0: He, he does like to befriend animals. Yeah, he wandered off to find the animals.
3: I was going to. That's. He's terrifying them too. Adorable.
0: Alright, so let's deal with um, Alwin over by the um, pig pens. And it looks like as he comes over, the smell is very strong um, in this area, but the wallows have dried out. The feed bags are torn apart and it looks like all the grain and rotting vegetables that was stored up for the pigs is gone and by now it should be abundantly clear as Alwin approaches the larger building (laughs) there are no pigs So it's not that there's like dead
5: like they didn't get attacked by something, they're just not there at all
0: Ah, there's no sign of any pigs but it looks (laughs) like um like the basically like a, a swinging kind of barn door thing that's just on a hinge and doesn't really you know not like a real house door but like a little makeshift door Um just a quick examination shows that it's been like torn apart put back together and like has like all different generations of wood on it looks like it's it's been rebuilt several times hmm
5: Going to start to reach out towards that door and then realize that nobody else followed him and turn around and go go back to the rest of the party. You got it. And he will uh, relay what he saw. He'll say, The pigs are all missing, but there's some kind
2: of barn or something there, maybe?
3: Like there used to be? Kegs?
2: Seems seems like you're right, Asher. It's a classic case of pig poree.
4: See, I was <laughs> wondering if perhaps maybe in your haste you didn't notice the sensi plugged in near the door. <laughs> if you put it near a doorway, it really helps the natural airflow to
2: spread the good sense around. <laughs> Is this when Asher brings us into his MLA? I'm going to say, M- and <laughs> no. when
3: Asher tells us that for just 200 gold. Yes.
2: You know, I happen to have a few openings.
3: I actually really think that you would be great. Uh, did you want to make your own schedule and be your own boss?
2: You're chaotic neutral, Brixby. Of course you want to be your own boss. <laughs> Sell these leggings, hun. let Let's go. <laughs>
0: Um, to be clear, um Alwyn was able to see into that building like see that oh, he could?
5: Empty. I thought you said the yeah.
0: door was closed. I'm sorry. Um the so door the building was, was empty, okay, yeah, it wasn't like a solid door. It was like a you know okay. assemblage, yeah, of like a swinging boards. like a saloon door type thing. yeah. the kind of thing that's there to keep the pigs in, really. Hmm. It failed. The pigs
5: have okay, run so off. he'll adjust what he says to... <laughs> Uh, there's a weird barn there, but the pigs weren't anywhere. Hmm.
4: Perhaps the farmer took the pigs out on a stroll through the corn orchard. Let's continue to the northeast.
0: As Asher heads to the northeast, it, it does look like whatever trail you're following cut through the trees and you know the corn trees are so thick this time of year <laughs> oh yeah um that you just you can't see through to the other side really without pushing in um, between the rows but you no
4: know. wait a minute should I unmute my firefox so I don't miss any witch cackling
0: I have no witch cackling this time. (laughs) Alright. But just know that though you cannot see through this wall of corn trees, they are permeable. You can walk through them. Numerian weeping corn.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It actually cries. That's (laughs) that's how it works.
3: (laughs) We do some sort of other sensory check to see whether... Villains wait on the other side of the corn.
0: If you'd like.
3: Yeah, I could. I could do that. No, I can't.
4: No, nope.
3: could be villains. You could say.
4: Asher's going to detect evil. Sixty feet.
0: One, 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 one. No evil detected.
2: Perfect. Uh, so, is there a definitive trail heading north or west at this
0: point? Um, it actually goes to the northeast through the trees. Ah, uh, okay. Northeast corn trees. Oh
3: man! <laughs> Bricks dashes back to the house.
2: <laughs> I just got <laughs> dropped inside the house, trying to move myself. <laughs> I would like dive this through bed a window
4: 60 feet detect evil. Scooting forward.
0: No evil detected. 60 feet
5: maximum of my vision.
4: Cool, cool. Then, uh, Asher will kind of continue up to the north. That looks like another crossroads of corn trees. And then we'll do a survival. That's another nat one. Just... (laughs) <laughs> Wheel and well and, oh no
0: um, well you're far enough north that you're basically back to the, the hedgerow that encircles the property um, and it doesn't look like whatever it was came this far um, so you're probably west of wherever it went
4: Asher seeing that these are permeable tree membranes uh, and vamping well
3: Tree back,
4: refreshes, steps to the east, thinking, "Well, I'm almost to the hedge. Perhaps it's something through this way." And then his uh, thoughts catch in his thought throat as he lays eyes upon something that is many squares in diameter <laughs> and does not at all look like a corn farmer. Oh, not, not to
3: moved far enough ahead. Not
4: to generalize, <laughs> but no corn farmer he's ever seen.
0: Um, as you cross through, as you cross through that hedge, um, why don't you give me a stealth check? Anybody who's basically stepping out. All right. So, what do we have for uh, stealth checks?
5: Aloyan, who shoved through without saying anything immediately after he saw Asher got go through, <laughs> uh, was lucky enough to roll a natural eighteen, so his uh, plus three stealth isn't useless, and he has a 21.
0: No. Aluin mm-hmm. slips seamlessly through the hedge. Um, I'm. Um, you said
3: roll... What are we rolling?
0: Stealth? Uh, stealth.
5: stealth. Okay. I'm guessing to make sure the corn doesn't make noise when we uh, <laughs> climb through the branches. Oh, oh, okay.
3: Well...
2: The stride is flying disc. Brixby gets a 30. <laughs> a 19 on the die. Um, no br- benefit from the flying disc, in case anyone's wondering at home.
0: Well, no mechanical benefit, but well, the flavor it has benefit. Well, Tremor Sense or something. He but. basically surfs through, I would say.
5: Yeah. I was going to say, I feel like Sam should give you a bonus even on top <laughs> of that ridiculously high roll because
3: you're not touching anything.
0: How about Kira and Asher as you come around this corner?
3: That's an 11. That's a not minus great. Minus two to my stealth. Forgot about that. Oh,
4: Well, I feel better with my 12...
0: well um yeah asher and kira they make a little bit of noise coming through that hedge or coming around the hedge maybe some clanking armor some weeping of the corn as it gets disturbed and as you come through this row you see a big makeshift nest it looks like something maybe tore down these corn trees and um Shredded them and fashioned them into a nest, you know, not too unlike the mutant manticore's nest. But this creature that was slumbering in this nest is a strange, bizarre, 15 foot tall and long, white furred creature that looks like a bizarre fusion of like a bear's torso and like a horned, awful head and ape legs with claws and a tentacled arm. Not and a Krampus? It's much bigger than a Krampus. How yes, dare man. you? And it goes, um, as you know, you, Asher snaps through the twigs and the corn goes, Why? Why? Because it's Numerian <laughs> weeping corn. Um, it pops up, opens an eye, and goes. <laughs> roll for initiative.
2: We're just here to find the thing on your farm. Don't freak out.
0: <laughs> Is it wearing a farmer's hat? No visible farmer's hats. Aw, oh, man. Let's see. So what do we got four Asher's in it? I should
3: roll a
0: two
4: for a seven.
0: That's not very good. Um, How about Brixby?
2: Brixby rolled an 18 for a 26.
0: That's very good. How about Aloran? Uh Aloran rolled, rolled an 8
5: for a 15. And uh, Kira? Uh,
3: also an 8 for a 14.
0: All right. We'll see if those are good enough to save you all, as Brixby is up first. All righty, um,
2: let's see. So Brixby, um, she's gonna roll a knowledge first. Uh, so what sort of knowledge am I rolling?
0: Uh, you were looking for a knowledge arcana.
2: All righty, pretty good for those. me actually.
0: Not when I roll another
2: five though. So that's an 18. Hey, yeah, you don't know what this thing is. I'm not sure what it is. Uh. But from here, uh, atop his disc without having to move, Brixby is going to uh, sort of make his finger gun, uh, speak his verbal component and shoot out a Scorching Ray. So, oh, wait, I get two Scorching Rays because I am level seven. So excellent. Uh, let me roll my first to hit here. Cute. That is this. All right, that's a ten on the die. So seventeen versus touch.
0: Um, that will hit flat footed touch. Why don't you go ahead and roll me a spell resistance?
2: Ooh, we haven't done this yet. I was heavily debating taking spell penetration at this level up, but instead I took this cool disc-riding situation in case anyone's wondering at home. So let's see if it was a good call or not. That's a 5 on the
0: die for a 12. Is it spell resistance 12, Sam? Ah, so that scorchy doodle hits this gigantic beast and just sort of fizzles off of its bizarre hide. Alright, excellent.
2: So I'm gonna roll another, um... Let's just roll the spell resistance. No, let's let's roll to see if I hit first and then we worry about the spell resistance. So this is, uh, again, second ray, touch attack. That's a 20 on the die. So I guess I should roll again. This is really gonna break my heart when I don't make the spell (laughs) resistance roll, I'm sure.
0: Uh, That's an 18 versus touch. Okay, that is a confirmed critical. Why don't you roll me spell resistance?
2: All right, let's try another SR roll here. And that's a ten on the die for a seventeen.
0: Once again, you get wow. it right between the eyes this time, and it feels like such a good shocking ray or a scorchy ray, a scorchy doodle. Feels like the scorchiest doodle, and it hits it right between the eyes, and it just fizzles into nothing.
2: That would have been so much damage. That's so disappointing. All right, that is my turn. I'm not moving. I've I've failed my knowledge check.
0: Brisby out. All right, uh, that'll take us to Halloween.
5: Uh, do I have line of sight on it from where I am? Um, yeah, but it's there... very big, but it's also not showing up on the map unless I move my token two spaces forward. <laughs> yeah, I think it's kind of obscured by the corn trees from where you are. But I can physically see it, like I can. Um... Like I don't need a line of effect, just a line of sight.
0: Yeah, I think you can see it just kind of barely around the corner.
5: Um, But yeah, no line of effect right now.
0: But rather
5: than uh, cast anything, he's just going to use another one of his weird uh, abilities that he has. And you see what appears to be just outer space appear around this thing. And it needs to make me a fortitude save.
0: Is this subject to spell resistance?
5: Uh, I... Don't know. It is a supernatural ability. Okay, so
0: probably not. Is yeah, this, I don't see um, spell resistance listed. I assume it's not mind affecting. No, it is affected. not mind affecting. All right. Um, Fortitude save, you say? Yes. Um. That's a 19.
5: Uh, that is just barely a save by one. So that's going to be half damage. Which is... Um, 4d6 halved. So half of 13 rounded down would be 6. So it takes uh,
0: 6 points of cold damage. All right, And that seems to go through um, just fine.
5: Okay. It doesn't look very And happy. that is all he's going to do. He's not going to move.
0: Kira is up. You, I don't even know if you can see this thing yet, but I you've cannot. heard it. And, um, you know, you know there's danger.
3: Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Um, okay, I want to start with the knowledge roll. Do those take an action of any sort, or can I just do it?
0: Those are, are free and one but I'm going to have to say you, you can't roll the knowledge roll till you can see it.
3: Fair, okay um okay so then i'm going to real quick rage just just you know hearing uh general sounds of of sadness um i'll go (laughs) ahead and and do that and then i'm going to move um i don't even know where i would be able to see it let me see can i move here and also do trees in in are those uh speed impediment
0: no you can you can push through the trees
3: i'll do this and then just jam up next to asher here i guess let me see where the thing is and we'll figure it out from there move south oh there it is okay got it uh yeah that that's that's pretty large um all right i'm gonna move as close to it as i can so let's do another two squares this toward it east to the east toward the smoosh thing. Uh, and now that I can see it, I will roll that Knowledge Arcana. Here we go. Hey, that's a nat 20. Uh, nice. Plus 2. Oh my gosh, oh my gosh, do we get to do the thing of asking questions?
0: You oh, do. So so, many so Kira knows that she's looking at a Yao Guoi. Sure she does, oh, yeah. A, yeah. Yeah. a-, nah, a you know Yao, Yao Guoi. Sure. I Yeah, not within the context of Pathfinder, I know what the actual mythological animals are. (laughs) Uh, They are a monstrosity born of unnatural magic that combines several creatures into one body, creating a deformed, mismatched monster that slays and escapes its creator as soon as possible. No two Yao Goi look the same, but most have similar abilities. Invariably, the torment of its genesis and the ongoing pain of its existence leave a Yao Goi violently insane, and prone to attacking at the slightest provocation. And you can ask one question about this magical beast. Choose wisely.
3: Okay, okay, so we we usually do, we ask about resistances, special attacks, and then a third one that I can't remember, so I'm going to stay with those first two. And then I'm also going to look uh, meaningfully at my castmates, but not Sam and be like do we have a preference looking mean if meaningfully not
2: I was just gonna respond in this but so what we normally wind up asking are special attacks special defenses special qualities is the other one abilities um, or abilities yeah whatever you wind up calling it and then there are subsets of these things special defenses it's the second question to figure out what damage reduction it might have or etc um, I mean I, Personally, I usually think special attacks is kind of the best way to go. Um, A little of that is metagamey, because like, we have a slight idea that it has spell resistance, but does not appear to have at least some elemental resistance, um, because Jero is able to get some cold damage off. But again, that's pretty metagamey, so you can can roll it any way you like. Eh,
3: I mean, I feel like we've, well, you at least saw that go down, so that feels fair. Uh, all right, let's go with Special Attacks then. Will I regret moving up close to it, you can say?
0: Um, well, you can tell from where you're standing about 10 feet away from this huge creature, um, mechanically huge, um, that it it can reach you where you're standing. It can totally reach 10 feet um, and it looks like, you know, it, it could bite you. It could claw you with either of those big gorilla arms. And it looks like that nasty extra tentacle coming out of its back that is just a limb that shouldn't be, um, could potentially hit you and could potentially grab.
3: Naturally. Uh, cool. All right. So, uh, Kira will rapidly convey all this to her, uh, team members. Oh, I think my mom told me about these. They're kind of bad. Don't let it touch you. Um... She's gonna stay where she is using that movement to pull out uh, Lucy, cause it's been a crisp minute and I don't think I want to get any closer right now, but I would love to use a chainsaw at some point. Um, for now though, I would love to use my full action. I haven't done that yet, right? Yeah, no, as a, uh, I'm gonna attempt to smoosh. Smoosh with a hammer. Where's my hammer? There it is. Uh, let's see, first hit is gonna be a 26. Um, yeah, 26 will hit. Great. Um, this is gonna be, oh god, a d12. Even do I have those? Yeah, I do. 1 d12. Um oh, nice, that's a 10, 16 points of, uh, initial smoosh.
0: Um, well, the good news is it hit it. Um, that's good, but it doesn't look like it was
3: 16 points. It looks like it was fewer than that. It looks like it was fewer than sixteen points of smooshing. Uh, and I'm gonna try again. Broke. Oh, wait. No, just a Yeah, one okay, just getting Okay. Yep. Full mm-hmm, mm-hmm. thing. Right. Okay. So that's, that's the end of my turn. Great.
0: All right. right. Oh, that'll will us us to Asher. You You want want to kill this in one turn a oh. um, Okay.
4: Okay. <laughs> Cool. cool. Uh, let's see. He, the likelihood of that happening depends on a couple things. One, uh, as Asher uh, sees this definitely aberrant thing and clearly insane, hopefully evil, because he's going to spend a swift action to smite evil. Uh, does he get any sort of red light, green light from Caldera? Like, ding.
0: Um, evil cal- smote. Um, Caldera's like, no, this thing seems pretty neutral to me. I don't know what you're yeah. on about.
4: Yeah, I, I had I had my concerns, so so that's the bad news. Well, and the worst news is that I have to roll dice uh, to try and hit it. But I I am able to five foot step to the southeast, wasting my swift, uh, and will then do a. Rapid shot, full attack. You know what? Deadly in. We're going to start with the mundane, add in a couple paper, and, you know, maybe do some damage. No misfires. Let's just start there. Uh, the... Uh, I have a... I have an 8 nope that's bad 16 against touch is my lowest that's a lie it's my second lowest <coughs> six <laughs> against touch is my lowest
0: uh, six will not hit um i think yeah. everything else is good it's a big chonky boy
4: that's I that was uh it wasn't it wasn't a, an intentional lie chat it was i think it was, <laughs> uh, sure, uh, yeah sure. so we're gonna get two hits Uh, I don't have clustered shots, so this is going to be coming across individually if DR comes into play. Uh, six off of one and twelve off of another. It is a magical weapon, but it's not adamantine or anything like that. It's just.
0: Uh, and both shots, you know, they seem to get kind of stymied by its thick, thick, weird hide.
4: I thought it might. Does it look like the first did any damage?
0: Uh, just like the tiniest bit, just basically kind of clipped it.
4: Oh, I'll I'll take that because dr <laughs> Ten would have been a well. Uh, maybe I was wrong. Maybe he's off on the west part of that corn orchard. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that is the end of Asher's turn.
0: All right. Well, that will take us to the Yao Goy and um, its wounds start knitting themselves shut just the tiniest bit so you know like maybe a little bullet scrape goes away maybe a little smoosh attack deep bruises a little and then i'm afraid um kira gets the wrath power attack will be on
3: surely not a full attack though because we haven't played in like a month, so.
0: That's true, and uh, this is this is gonna be really bad.
3: You don't have to start with that.
0: It's just gonna be so bad. You got this is the problem. Twenty one on the bite.
3: Um yeah, no, that'll that'll do it. That'll hit. Okay. Mm, probably should have shielded. Forgot about that.
0: Um So that's 17 damage on the bite. Um, claw number one coming in. That is more than 21. That is 30.
3: Uh, yep. Yeah, and because 30 is higher, that will also will also do it.
0: All right. Um, that is 20 damage on on the claw. It's I misspoke really when I said claw number one Only one claw attack it looks like Oh well,
3: <laughs> we're fine
0: So, you know, nothing And then the tentacle on its back Is gonna come swinging in Natural one on the tentacle Ooh. <sighs> That's the end of this creature's oh. Turn
3: <laughs> I'm fine I haven't even grabbed yet
0: It's pretty angry that it didn't get to grab you, Um, but it it can't do anything else right now. And, um, is back up for round two. Uh, hmm.
2: it's unfortunate that I didn't say that I loaded, uh or put the rod in a more convenient spot, so I'll just do this without it. Rixby acknowledging that um, this is really not his sort of fight. I'm not going to waste a bunch of spell slots on something when I have to roll over a 10 at least to hit SR. That's a pretty big coin flip. So he's instead just going to root around in his spell component pouch, pull out a small shaving, kind of wood shaving, uh, pop it in his mouth as he finishes the end of the incantation. And everybody is hasted. And that's my turn. Good luck! <laughs>
0: Alright, Alwyn looking slightly speedier than before. You are up.
5: Let uh, yep. me click on haste. Okay. accidentally clicked twice and turned it back off. Uh, he is going no, that to counts. You just can so. zoom uh, Up with this haste uh, Quick question to Asher If I go right here, am I blocking your line of sight or no?
4: Uh, no, this thing's ginormous And also okay. it just disappeared On my map, did we kill it?
5: Uh, no, it's yes. still right there It's uh, weakness
2: Haste <laughs> <laughs> Okay, So he's
5: going to go up To right there And Yeah, Uh, he is going to you see him like crunch his hands together and you actually hear like Asher and Kira a physical crunch like that weird kind of almost shiny skin that he has actually is like a uh, shell almost and then he holds his hands together and he blows out and casts glitter dust at uh, the uh, Y. uh, so make me a will save.
0: Um, and does that have spell resistance? That does not have no. spell
5: resistance, which is the reason I'm using it.
0: <laughs> All right. And is that mind affecting?
5: Uh, I don't think so. No, it's just it gets in your eyes.
0: All right. Um, that is a 17. That is a fail. So he is blinded.
5: Nice.
2: That's awesome. Crazy DC. Uh, For a level two spell. Yeah, that's a crazy DC. That's wild. It's an 18. DC 18.
5: DC 8 is what my other one was, too, that he just barely beat. Oh, yeah, so he is blind, and that is my turn. All right, Kira is
0: up.
3: Um... It didn't move, right? I can still reach it from where I am.
0: Right, it's it's still where it was. Okay, so then I'm gonna do the same
3: thing. Uh hammer. Oh, uh, that is not great. That is a nine. Um remembered to turn on power attack and rage this time, so good. That's gonna be a twenty-two. Uh
1: twenty-two. Oh wait, that should be fine.
3: Yeah, great, 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 great. And we're doing a D twelve again. Uh, 7, 15, 20, what, 2, 22, 22, again, 22 damage, 22 smoosh, uh, All right. and I will go ahead and take that second attack because uh, I didn't move this time, All right, that's not, that's, that's much lower, ooh, gosh, 11 to hit, does 11 do anything? No, 11
0: will not hit. All right, so that
3: second one's a whiff. Uh, and I will chill where I am Don't forget your haste attack uh, Those in the Wait, oh there's a ha- We're hasted? I totally missed that Excellent, great job, good for us <laughs> Dang it, that's even lower uh, Yeah, no that's a nine That's, that's not That's your full
0: bab, that's a novel.
3: Um, Oh, is it full? The first, like Guys, okay, you know yeah, what the it's, haste- it's fine, great, great, great
5: <laughs>
0: It's been a long time
3: yeah, so the long. extra
5: haste attack you get to count is like it's your original attack. It doesn't take any of the penalties for a second Wait. attack.
3: Okay, well, that is still not super great. That's a 17. Does 17 do anything?
0: Um, Let's see. What's the AC it's penalty for blindness? So no. large. No, it's fine.
3: Surely it must. Okay.
0: No, it uh, doesn't hit.
3: Uh, Well, that's it. That's me then.
0: Alright,
4: Asher is up. Asher is up, and he's going to just take a five-foot scoot down south, just to make sure he doesn't have any of his cover shenanigans from Halloween. Uh, And he's going to unleash... uh, Well, he's just about to unleash, and his player remembers. He's going to swift action, focus his aim, spending a grip point, and is then going to unleash four deadly aim bullets with a full attack hasted rapid shot no crits no fumbles Uh, for real lowest one is a 15 against touch
0: Uh, looks like you have all hits (laughs) yes
4: Um, so let's see that is going to be 10 on the first okay and then seventeen on the second wow sixteen on the third and uh, seventeen on the fourth sure max is. on yep. seven eight six and with that focus aim uh, and deadly aim that gives me a plus nine on each of my attacks
0: <laughs> wow well it looks like that didn't all go through but that was a big chunk on the big fella
4: at yeah, this he's feeling the haste from brixby and he's a little <laughs> nervous for kira and these paper cartridges that have given him problems before uh he is just getting a little more confident and just popping them in and firing him out and he lands four shots against this giant creature and maybe it'll turn its attention from his friend and, Get him.
0: All right. So the Yao Goy, which was just hurt very badly, is very upset. Um, but at the same time, I can't see anything. But at the same time, it knows where at least one person is.
2: Can you do will save at the beginning or end of your turn? It says it's at
0: the end. I was just looking at it. Okay. So, um, it's going to try to bite Kira, because it knows where she is. It can reach her. It doesn't have to move and risk falling down or anything. Um, so that is only an 18 to hit on the bite.
3: Uh, that might work with raging. Um, no, it doesn't. Am I forgetting something? I'm going to say no? That feels like it should, though. Do we have something checked that shouldn't be checked? Pace
2: is going to increase. My
3: <gasps> oh, my gosh. Brick saved me. Then I'm good. Haha, <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> 18.
0: <laughs> All right. Um, so the claw is coming. Uh, that is a 29 to hit.
3: That is higher than 18. Okay. So, yeah, we like, get. Yeah. So,
0: but it can't see
3: you. No, it can't. So,
0: you're fine, right?
3: Blur! Does it count? You probably don't yep. need a blur if you can't see me already. Um, I think the higher
5: one it, Yeah, yeah. It takes over. It'd be awesome if it added them together and it was like a 75 <laughs> percent.
0: So, I'm, I'm gonna roll my percentiles and say that the high hits. Oh. So that's just a 32, but weirdly, I'm gonna roll them again that right.
3: is weird and that's
0: a 57. Yikes. <sighs> yeah. Oh no.
2: Tough. He loves being blind.
0: Tough luck. This he guy, just, he fights blind.
2: His favorite thing.
0: Um, so that's <laughs> 18 damage on the claw. And he's just going to bust out that tentacle one more time.
3: I think <laughs> the tentacle is gross and dumb.
0: Uh, that is a twenty on the dot.
3: Uh, yeah, that's pretty good. It's pretty good. Read numbers. Yeah, that's an
0: eighty-three. So oh. we're gonna low damage, only fourteen damage, plus a free attempt to grab.
3: Constantly being grabbed.
0: It's probably not good at grabbing, though. It's probably well, at least not. Super bad at grabbing. No, it's a bad roll. Um, twenty-three. Uh,
3: versus my CMD.
0: Yeah, your CMD.
3: Twenty-four. Yeah. <laughs> ah! Hasty. Ah, sucks at grabbing.
0: Wow. So you were not grabbed. Uh, it has knit itself back together just a little bit, and now it gets that will save at the end of its turn. Uh, that's a seventeen again. I believe that's a fail. I don't like it's it. It's blind. not my spell, but I'm an answer for Jerome.
3: It
2: loves being blind. <laughs> it what loves was the roll? Sorry, I was looking up.
5: <laughs> it's a it was less than 18. It's still blind. It was.
0: It was less by one. Well, that's um, the same
5: roll we got last time.
0: Yeah, I don't like it. I don't like it at all. And um, Brixby is up top of round three. All right. Uh, Brixby.
2: Uh, hasted and astride his disc. We'll just continue to blow big boy spell slots. He is gonna pull out that old bat poop and toss it. So I'm gonna need a, a reflex save, you blind fool, after I roll this spell resistance. 16 on the die for a 23. And if you say no, I'm going (laughs) to cry.
0: 23 (laughs) will break through its spell resistance. This is a reflex save, you said? Yes. All right. That is only a 16. That is
2: a fail. So it's time to roll the the D6-ers.
0: Not so bad. That's a 30. That's a lot it's a real lot a real it looks lot. very unhealthy
2: <laughs> and uh yeah i think uh bricks will probably just five foot
0: glide a little bit closer to the squat. it's, it's so upset right now and um Aluin is up why is it so upset yeah uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see
5: uh, so. Question. Is it. Where is it from where we are? Is it right here? Yeah. Okay. How is Kira physically attacking it over there? Uh, just gotta reach oh, okay. it. Oh, okay. Alright. That's what was confusing me. I'm like, did it move and my thing hasn't updated? Okay. That's what it is. Uh. I'm just trying to think, like. I have a plus six to spell resistance, uh, but that still means I don't know when I got it rolled. Up. Actually, no, but it is it. Uh, does it roll or do I roll? Now I'm really confused. You roll. You, I roll. Roll. Yeah, you and roll. I roll. Yeah, I gotta be it spell six. resistance.
2: Yeah, my brain yeah. is not working because I'm still trying to think of too much other stuff to do. Which uh, I'm. You can metagame a little bit. It's higher than a 17, which I yeah. failed at rolling a flat 10. Yeah. Uh, you know, I got
5: haste. I can do a bunch of different things. So the first thing he's going to do is probably very stupid, uh, but he is going to glide up to it. Uh, we have to be within five feet of Asher to get a uh, bonus on that. Thing, ten. Right? so he's used oh 10 he's still too far away uh i don't think there's anywhere i could have oh. moved to that i would have been within 10 feet of you and been able to physically touch this thing no
4: no um, but if you're but, physically touching it you don't have to worry about precise shot anyway
5: oh yeah true yeah. It, it would just be for ranged uh yeah uh But he's not doing a range touch, he's doing a touch-touch, so he kind of just glides up to this thing and reaches out and puts his hand on it and rolls, uh, spell resistance, which is a plus six. Oh, okay, that'll work. If it doesn't, we're all screwed. Uh,
0: that is a 25. Um, yeah, 25 will beat its spell resistance. Okay, so
5: he, as he touches it, it suddenly just bursts out in a number of uh, light wounds and takes. 28 plus 1 20 for cast level set. So I rolled that wrong, so it would just be the first one, which is a 3, four, five, six. So that is uh, 6 points of negative damage because right, I'm dumb it. and I was rolling a d8 per caster level instead of adding a plus one per caster which would have been
0: amazing but would not work internally it's just wishing that it could take aol's while blinded but it cannot uh, so
5: he will not take a swim with his mace because that would not work unless he was a magus uh,
0: okay that's his turn Alright, Kira is up. She's uh, gonna run away and full withdraw. Her turn's over.
3: Gross. Uh going no, can keep attacking. With Malusern Hammer. Uh let's see. First one, sixteen plus uh fourteen. Thirty?
0: That will hit.
3: Great, love that for us. That is Oh, uh-huh uh 19 points of damage first hit
0: um the first hit is the only hit as the yao guai with a massive roar collapses oh my god this thing was like not
3: even that big a deal
0: it got smooshed in the head
3: got so smooshed good
0: got smooshed in the head and now it's dead so i'm going to bed
3: Love that. <laughs> oh my god, Sam! That was really nice. Good, night, Excellent. Good for you. Good night, Sam. night, Sam.
4: Night, Sam. Jerry gets a grit point.
0: the Machine is property of Network Against the Machine LLC, all rights reserved. Pathfinder and the Iron Gods Adventure Path are property of ISO Publishing. See their website for more details. Theme Against the Machine was written and performed by your own Zach. See the show notes for additional music and sound licensing. If you enjoy the show, we encourage you to leave us a (laughs) review.
5: That's the one where you have to buy a bunch of extra stuff to learn the story because they took the cutscenes out and released them separately.
3: Oh, I just waited until the DLC was part of the... Well, because they, they were selling it as the... Never mind. This is not relevant to the game. <laughs>
4: <laughs> no, that's a great idea, though, when we start releasing the DLC for *Pound Against the Machine. Want to know what happened
0: between scene A and scene B?
4: <laughs> 4 99
0: <laughs> I mean, we could do what... Um... What's it? Monolith Soft did with Xenosaga, and when Episode 2 came out, if you pre ordered it, you got a free DVD of all the cutscenes from Episode 1.
1: Oh, DVDs. Well, that's what are Final fun Fantasy
5: XV did, but the only way you could see those cutscenes was to buy the DVD.
0: They were <laughs> nice. not in the game. <laughs>
3: Let's get the DVDs.
0: Maybe one night I should stream all of the um, cutscenes from Xenosaga Episode (laughs) 1. Yes, you should. (laughs) I don't think I've ever cracked the plastic on that particular DVD case. I I don't know
4: if we're the first, but I really want to be the proudest on the market of IAPP for (laughs) in-actual-play podcast purchases. (laughs) We're the EA of
0: actual plays. Nope. (laughs) Good night, Sam. <laughs> There's gonna be a, a this is pause for edit. There's gonna be a little sound effect here, and then a voice is gonna come on and say, please insert twenty five cents to continue podcast. Uh, I don't know how in app purchases work.
4: I mean that you you have to buy the sad thing is you have to buy the quarter slot to USB C adapter to be able to put the quarters in your phone. And then and also um, get the lightning thing.
5: You don't pay the 25 cents and then get to continue the episode you pay the 25 cents and you get a loot box with a one in ten chance of containing the rest of the episode and the rest are just skins for Brixby. <laughs>
1: <sighs>
4: i've been watching ted lasso i just want to believe in everybody mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no spoilers i'm only on like season two episode three as an i'm starting it i haven't watched it yet it's important
0: I haven't seen any Ted Lasso, so the following spoiler is not real. He dies. Oh, in that episode on, dude. that you're about to watch. Again? <laughs> Twice?
2: <laughs> in the entire series? It's wow. just uh, it's a whole big thing. <laughs> Re- well, well, this hour
4: people are going <laughs> to give me fake and possibly real <laughs> spoilers because they do think it'll be funny to torment me. <laughs> Or I have to race to finish the seri- season before this episode releases. Probably, probably. We should spend a lot more airtime talking about it, though.
0: So is that Jason Sudeikis? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to imagine Jason Sudeikis and Thor now, and I don't think it's him.
4: No, I'm trying to imagine him calming down Hulk after a fight. big like, guy. <laughs> you did your best out there. You you gave it your hardest. It's not about winning or losing. And I'm just be like, Hulk's like, You're right, Ted. And I'll take that fanfic as soon as somebody draws it, please.
2: (laughs) You
0: heard him, scrappers. Next Patreon goal. Get to it.
2: We will produce it ourselves. (laughs) Voice act it ourselves, actually. An audio fanfic. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Jeff. You're welcome.
4: (laughs) I'd apologize, but I'm not Sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it will it. be
2: in 2e don't you worry
0: everyone <laughs> <laughs> oof well I have to grab my d100 because I accidentally threw it
5: <laughs> get it quick before one of the cats eats it
3: <laughs> they are very interested in dice
0: they are they've stolen so many I cannot get my cat so, to play with
3: any regular toys but the dice she loves